four bears. I think I can make that happen. Bear! 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 You're breaking it! Go back to bears! Just talking about my breaths? I've texted you a bunch. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, we've well, been know. kind of busy, like busy. with family um, and holidays and just kind of disconnecting from everything that isn't Twitter. Yeah. Well, let's catch up. You go first. What what you been up to since uh, <sighs> let's start with the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve. Some would say. Yeah, everybody's healthy. Everybody's mm-hmm. good. Uh, my family came in for Christmas. Um. Uh, we spent Christmas Eve at the in-laws, which is typical, and then mm-hmm. everybody kind of gathered at our house for Christmas morning, and it was fantastic, and nobody got into a fight, and it was perfect. Love that. Love that. It was great. And then what'd you do for New Year's? New Year's. We, oh, intentionally nothing. It was I nice. organized the garage New Year's Eve day, yeah. during the day, and uh, then we watched uh, the, the semifinal games, which were fantastic. Mm-hmm. And we all went to bed at 10 p.m. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It was awesome. great. It was um, great. Heck yeah. And then any fun fun news to start the new year off before I give you my updates? Um, I'm back to breaking 90 pretty consistently on the golf course, mm-hmm. which is not where I want to be in the end. Um, uh, but we're, we're feeling better about good that. Good benchmark. And good benchmark. Work, work is good. Like 2023 is setting up to be a very fulfilling year from a like self from a self growth yeah uh, perspective which we can get into our new year's resolutions later but like mm-hmm. I, i'm i am um tentatively very optimistic yeah about 2023 from from a personal uh, standpoint Same. how about you man Honestly, I've been saying this for a few months, but things are never better. <laughs> I uh, So I spent the week before Christmas, like that weekend at my girlfriend's house, her parents' house in Dripping Springs. We did Christmas because I was going to be taking her to Jackson, Mississippi, to my mother's house uh, for the actual Christmas time for the first time. I talk about that place all the time to her, and we'd never been. So we were going to go. We ended up canceling because of weather, and we did Christmas at her parents' house two weekends in a row. Um, we went to Dallas for New Year's. Uh, her friends from college have like a really fun friend group that has stayed pretty tight. So we, uh, they did a redneck hibachi and they set up like a hibachi setup in their backyard. And like, it wasn't one I'm of those sorry. things. Did you say redneck hibachi? Yeah, it was, that was the theme of it. Cause it was the, uh, the owner of the house. We all squatted up at his wife. Her name is Ashley also. It was her birthday and that was her request. So like they didn't have a hibachi crew come out or anything. They set up tables and a grill and we did like a hibachi night. It was very, very Oh, fun. okay. So it yeah. was an at-home hibachi. At-home okay. hibachi. That makes yeah, it was I didn't know if fun. this was like like you get the guy from TikTok who says, put it on a cracker, dude, and <laughs> it gets in the no. middle of a big table the, and does the host, hibachi. The host, the co-owner of the house, Jerry, he went crazy on hibachi. He was in character. It was funny without being, you know. <laughs> okay, like, I was about to ask right? how was, far into character was he? That was my uh, he. Was, he was pretty far into character, and you know, I don't. Wanna, <laughs> everyone wasn't on their best behavior the whole night. It was a group of fifteen, and they had been drinking, right? But I would say it was a, okay. it was a fairly respectful and fun evening. Then um, we did the New Year's thing. Dale actually got lost for a few days, and I was very sad That's about right. it. At one point, at one point, I actually mourned his death because I thought he was gone forever. And then. Um, nah, Dale's Dale's a soldier, man. Dude, Dale's- he's a survivor. He really is. Um, oh, yeah. And then I took December off 
traveling for work. Like I just didn't do it at all. And then January 2nd, I was on a plane to Vegas. So I've been working hard this week and, uh, things are good. I'm feeling very optimistic or or hardly working or hardly working. Uh, I had the best Vegas experience. I took out $200 and I lost most of it and then I gained it back and then some, and then I lost like half of it again. So like three nights in Vegas, I only lost a hundred bucks. Um, but like you're the thing about Vegas is when you well gambling is you're paying for entertainment and exactly. if you get any of that money back it's a massive mm-hmm. win in my opinion maybe I'm just I have learned gambler, my sweet spot is video craps but not like full video the <laughs> one where there's like the dice in the middle you know and everyone's yeah. watching it that's that's my I know sweet what you're spot. talking about um, still yeah, have no idea how to play craps zero um, understanding of the concept so I know there's dice I have so much zero easier idea. than that board would make you think it is so much easier. Um, weird get an oculus we'll play in the metaverse we will not play in the metaverse i can well you, you want to talk about some sports that's all i got oh also new year's resolutions from last year thousand miles i got it i did it accomplished I it i finished with a 1050 miles for the year like you you finished in early december right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. congratulations that's right. buddy that's Thank pretty you. awesome that's a I lot of miles. i was doing the breakout of the number of miles per mm-hmm. day and that's a lot that's like three mm-hmm. miles a day plus. and i didn't i didn't walk every day so I was doing no, like six mile loops pretty regularly. Uh, yep. It was such a waste of time. I'm never doing it again, but I'm glad I did. I wasted so many hours walking when I could have been getting hotter in different ways. Um, <laughs> but here we are. Let's talk about some sports. Well, how many books did you read? Yeah, let's <laughs> let's talk about sports. Um, okay, so the the sky is falling for a lot of people, and I I get it. Right. So you want to start with football? Sure. We got our They're, ass whooped in street hoops. <laughs> we got our ass whooped in street hoops. The Armed Forces Bowl was one of the most demoralizing may not be the most accurate word, but it, it was a discouraging thing to put on my TV. I Did you watch yeah. on TV? Well, I watched half because I turned it off and I the uh, same honest to God, I, I turned it off in the third quarter. I still have a whole lot of faith in our head coach and everything. I don't have yeah. any alarms going off. But this is two out of three seasons where the last game I had to turn off because I, it was such ugly football. I don't want to put it just on him, but it has happened two out of three times now. Yes. it's. I left a football game early his first season. I told yeah. Madison, we're not watching this shit, and we walked to Nymphas. I think, I think you're one you can argue for it for the year zero pass, right? Where it, sure. where it does not matter. And year two, unquestionable success. Best season in school history. Mm-hmm. Year three, I think, I think it, it, it year, the way we look at year three will depend a lot on what happens in year four and year five. Yeah. If year four is, um, you know, we're, we're in the top three or four of the conference and we look really good in a lot of games and a lot of the issues from, from this season were resolved to some degree. I think you, you look at a Rand and you're like, okay, he has the ability to identify issues and fix them to some degree. Yeah. Right. And this kind of gets to like my broader point. I was probably going to get to later, but like, you know what TCU is doing right now? That's the blueprint for schools our size. There's no other I way. I think so. There, there is not a single other way to get to a national championship unless you're recruiting like Georgia and Alabama, right? So, if that's the agreement we all can agree on, you have to understand that when you get that close, which we are, we we were only a little unlucky that we didn't make the playoff last year. That's that's the truth I mean, around the situation. 
You Honest have to, to God, like it, it came down to a yeah. couple drives. It really a, did. A drive against TCU. That's uh, why we didn't yeah. make the playoffs. Honest to God. Um, you have to also be comfortable with being that good and like getting half of your fucking defense drafted. And then you take a yes. step and a half back. Like that is, that is the only way this works. So yes, I think TCU is going to win maybe seven games next year. And that, that, that has to be, that has to be a part of the equation that you're comfortable with. Maybe, maybe there's a paradigm shift and they do step it up recruiting. I know they're getting a lot of like Alabama transfers, but generally speaking for schools, our size, you get really good. You get old, you go crazy one season and then you start the yep. process over again. And that's where right. we're at. Um, with that being said, we got our ass whooped in that bowl game, but we played a triple option team who really wanted their 10th win in the coldest game of all time. So it was annoying and people are calling for a quarterback's job. Fine, whatever. But that's how that always was going to happen. Sorry to be the one to tell you folks. That's how that was going to play out. I can, I would quit football before playing in that bowl game. Mm -mm. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not built for that. And I need to and pre- I need to give that pretext to anything I'm about to say. Even if we I'm win, soft. we still feel this way. You know, we don't feel right. better about the season if we win that game. Um, Fuck that! I, I so, have the flu that day. I'm staying home. I'm not trying to explain this away because it was miserable for Air Force as well. But like, I I get that aspect of it. I get that it's a weird offense to prepare for. I realize there's a lot of weird turnover with the whole DC situation. I, I understand all of that. It just felt like the offense specifically just didn't want to be there. And I, I understand I that. For, yeah, yeah, I understand that from a human Absolutely. perspective. It was just disappointing well, to see. And I imagine it was disappointing for them too. And, you but, know, it was pretty close this year, but offense wasn't the problem, you know? So, like, even though they weren't the best, they they weren't the reason we lost a lot of those games so I don't blame I was them. speaking specifically from an effort perspective. Uh, oh, so yeah. when I, mean, I, I say that, I was I guess I was more so mentally focusing on the defensive line and linebacking core. Yeah. Like the secondary, there's so much work to be done there and, and more yeah. now with some of the transfers headed out. I, I really don't well, want to focus too much on like who sucked in that game because it was everybody. But I couldn't even tell you. Um, yeah. I also think like, Teams who aren't chasing a 10th win or teams who aren't competing for like a big New Year's Six Bowl, like you're just, we're going to start seeing some stinky ass bowl games over the next few yeah. years. That's just, there's no way around it. And like, sure, I mean, hell, ours was go, stinky for look, a few reasons. <laughs> go look at what Purdue did. Exactly. Like, nobody showed up. They got blown out. It, it was, mm-hmm. our loss was disappointing, but it wasn't. It wasn't oh, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you're just going to start seeing some stinky-ass bowl games until until they start paying those players to play in the games. Bingo. They need yeah, to. I, it's, I the smart, it's the smart play, and it's also the only play. So until they start paying those players to participate and to win those games, those are going to be stinky. That's just yep. the way it's going to be. Yep. Uh, hired a new defensive coordinator. Already forgot his name. Oh, uh, Pallage. Um <laughs> He used to work here, didn't he? Yeah, he 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 worked here previously, um, sure. and it, the players seem fired up about him. I don't know a ton about him other than he was like a safeties coach for Oregon, mm-hmm. a co-defensive coordinator. Oregon fans seem to be um, eh on losing him, sure. which I, I figure most most schools fan base very few would be schools eh care about, about their DC. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, or or are, are super. It, 
motivated to, to or they want feel one way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They either hate him or or you can ignore him. Yeah. So I, I'm glad the players are fired up. That seems like a good sign. Um, yeah. Apparently like, we'll we're stealing fine. all of BYU's players. Like things are happening that are good. Yeah. Um, we we can touch on signing day if you want. I I, I mean. I don't we really... have won so many things without splashy signing days. Actually, yeah. the best signing day we ever had was about a week before the worst day of our lives. So I don't care about yeah. recruiting. Never have, never that's, will. That's a good point. Um, yeah, it's it's fine. We we have won everything we have wanted to win with top 30 classes, and we'll probably keep doing it. Yep, I tend to agree. Anything else on football? Like, I'm um, I'm, I'm ready to close the emotional chapter on football until March. March, yeah, April, let me May ish. Sh- let me share some final thoughts. Um, I, I think Quinn Ewers is going to be a problem, Matt. I think that he's actually good, and I think he's going to get better. And I think Arch Manning will play a snap at Georgia before he plays a snap at Texas. That's my final thought for this season. And your Texas dog looks had- very cute with his tail wagging while he's asleep. Yeah, she she is um, right in the middle of a dream right now. <laughs> She's been whinnying behind me. She has her her tongue out of her mouth. Yeah, good for her. I wish I could sleep like that. Um, No Um, other football thoughts. I think we're fine, though. Yeah. Um, Do we want to do the TCU thing now? Oh, sure. Um, Good for you guys, I guess. Good for you guys. It's it's the the impersonation. The exact, the, the incarnate version of the fine, I guess, meme. Well, and with Gary Patterson not being there anymore, I don't think I have any real heartburn about funny it. Silver, very funny silver lining. Um, yeah, they got his ass out of town and immediately made an addy. I don't think they'll win. I don't think it'll be close. But you know what? Whatever. I also think they only won because Michigan played one of the worst games of football I've ever seen in my life. That's also beside the point. I'm happy for them. I would be talking incredible shit if I was them. And I think they earned it. I'm of two minds. You don't win that game without two pick sixes. You also sure. executed on two pick sixes. Sure. So congratulations on ex- executing the opportunities that are in front of you. That's all you can ask of mm-hmm. any team. Well, we talked about this on Slander You a tiny bit. Like, yes, they're pretty good. They're also extremely lucky. But like, I feel like, like again, for schools our size with kind of our recruiting hey. footprint, like you have to. This is the way. You know, this is Baylor the way. Baylor was really it. lucky in in their trip to the Big mm-hmm. Twelve Championship under Rule, and pretty lucky in the yeah. Big Twelve Championship year under Aranda. You well, have and, to be lucky. And I don't say lucky to like take away from what they've done. Like they don't beat right. us unless they're a little lucky, but also they like that's a thing that they practice every day. So you don't get lucky without working your ass off. So like yeah. really don't want to take anything away from them because they have kicked ass all year. But you have to be lucky to be the size of them and make it this far. And that's that's also the, that's how it TCU works. TCU football as a concept, as a rival to TCU football as a concept. Fuck them. I can't wait yeah. to watch Georgia. Humble. Sure, and they um, will win but, seven games next year. <laughs> yeah, great job! Congratulations! That. It has been a very fun story. Fuck them. Is that like crazy no, to be I of think, two minds there? I think that that is that is the way. I think you're doing this the right way. I hope they lose okay. by fifty, but you know they earned it. So it, it's 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 kind of like, and this may be our transition to basketball, but it's kind of like how I feel about Jerome Tang and Kansas mm-hmm. State. It, I yeah. love this story. I'm emotionally invested in it. I want them to do well. But when we play K- Kansas also. State on Saturday, <laughs> fuck them. Fuck, fuck can't em. wait to beat the brains in, right? So yep. let's let's jump into basketball. And cool. Kansas State is actually a pretty fun 
jumping off point there. Had they done anything of note recently, Matt? (laughs) A hundred and sixteen points in Austin. They also Um, gave up a hundred, which I would like to keep front of mind. I I was I was not originally going to watch that game because I thought Texas would just out go out there and out athlete them. With the exception of the Florida transfer, Keontae Johnson, who is a massive human being, by the way. Biggest shit. Um, I thought Texas would just be able to out-athlete them, suffocate them with good defense, barely scratch mm-hmm. out a win on offense, the how Texas has won the last two years. Yeah. Um, not what happened. That was the most insane pace of scoring. So the insane pace of scoring throughout the entire game was... Ex- I was tired after watching that game. No yeah. joke. I was actually tired after watching that game just because there was a bucket on almost every possession for both teams. It was crazy. Uh, it was impressive though. points is crazy. That is almost a three point in regulation, every, by the way, every minute of the game, they're making a three pointer. Yep. Yeah. It was, Unreal. it was great. So Kansas state might be more real than we were thinking. It was a really fun story. Yeah. Um, and we were like, Oh, that's cute. You know, soft non-con. Um, mm-hmm. but big 12 play is different and they start two and O in big 12 play. And that's wild. That that's very wild to me. So good well, for that, like good it, for Ema. It's pretty it's pretty like safe take in our part of the country to say like we don't win a national title and we don't win multiple Big Twelve championships like without him on some level. So it's not like it's not like he was like a, a dopey sidekick to Scott Drew. Like he knows his shit. He's a good coach. He's been a good coach for <laughs> like a decade. Um but yeah, the Big Twelve, so good, so fun. I don't feel really any anxiety about our team. I don't know if you do, even though we're zero and two in the conference. Like, I think the, so the this winner is, of this the conference is, a is projected. Yeah, it's this, different this because is, everyone's a, good. You you have evolved in your opinion of this team because I you have, were worried. I was, I was, and I might be a little bit. I might be lying a little, but I I think I think I see the vision. I think you've helped me to see the vision. From an English language perspective, and I'm asking out of ignorance, is there like a real difference between the words concern and worry? Um, it feels yes. connotatively that there is a difference here. And I would say I am mildly concerned, but I am not worried. I feel like concern is a more short term lens. Okay, that's exactly where I was more long term lens. Right, right. So let's let's talk about Baylor. Right now, uh, since this is yeah. allegedly Can a Baylor conversation, because I feel yeah, like I'm absolutely. cooking. I feel like I have a good thought in my brain. I want yeah, you to yeah, go get for it. Apart. Um, we don't get a player like Keontae George unless Scott Drew says you can have the ball as much as you want. That's how college basketball works. I don't know if it I works would say, on that extreme. I would say in most places, yes, that is how it sure. works. Well, so so my overall thought is we we're moving out of this place where we're only good once we get old. And we get some young players within that old system, and we're we're still currently in that. But I feel like we're moving towards having a handful of one and dones every year. Which, folks, that's where you want to be. That's where that's where the sausage gets made. And I feel like, for better or worse, like we're going to go as Keontae George goes this year, and that's going to be true next year about the next guy and also the next guy. And I think he's on his way to getting us there. You know, I think he's I think he's very good, but he's also a very good freshman. And I think he has about 20 very hard games left before we really, really need him to cook. And I, I agree with you where we are. I agree with you 80 percent. 
maybe oh, 85%. God, that's so good for me. That's so good for me. <laughs> so you're going to have the teams that are able to recruit really well, the Kentuckys, the Dukes, um, and, and your SEC teams that are going to recruit really well as well. Uh, your uh, East Coast teams, there might be a Pac-12 that jumps in there every once in a while. Um, and they will get the one and dones and they will be competitive because parts of their team are old and parts of their team are extremely talented. You, that, that's the goal is to blend experience yeah. with raw talent. Uh, because you look at it, you look at a lot of those Duke teams that were successful, a lot of the Kentucky teams that were successful and that that's what they did. They blended five-star freshmen with experienced players as well. Yeah. But but college basketball is kind of, has been up until the last couple of years its own animal where every once in a while more often than you would think actually you do get these maybe not as talented teams but they're extremely old they're very mm-hmm. experienced and they just go that's what Baylor's team was in my opinion right they were old yeah. and experienced um they were talented you can't win a championship without being talented but Baylor's success i think mostly came from being experienced and battle tested and old mm-hmm. with the transfer portal. Kansas state is a great example. You can get old and experienced immediately. Like they don't yeah. have to be in your program to be old and experienced. You have to make sure that they gel together. Mm-hmm. Well, like basketball is the most, uh, I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I'm going to end up coaching my son's YMCA team. Just thinking about basketball as a sport. Uh, football might be the ultimate team game, but basketball mm-hmm. is the most intimate game, which is which is why I call it art, right? Okay. Uh, so if if you aren't intimately connected with the other four players on the court, you are not going to be as successful most of the time compared mm-hmm. to a team of similar talent that is connected in that way that had, does have that experience together in sure. that way. So I I think you will really start to see the coaches that are able to blend the talent quick be more successful. And for for the most part, Scott Drew has been able to do that. And obviously, Jerome Tang has done that as well. So so I think you you bring in a Keontae George. And I I think this year's struggles is more of a roster construction slash injury issue more so than a talent or experience issue. Mm -hmm. Like... Losing everyday John for the entire season that changes killer. You yeah. bring you put him on this roster and it fixes I don't know two thirds of the issues that this team is having currently almost yeah. immediately right from a leadership yeah. standpoint on the court from from a defensive standpoint from an offensive standpoint like it, everything gets way easier for everybody with him on the court. Well, um, and that so, injury was so nasty. Yeah. I don't think we ever. I don't Man. think. As a basketball player, he ever is – I mean, I think he'll still be good at it. I don't know if he'll ever be doing what he was doing because people forget right before that injury, he was like unfuckwithable from yep. a national perspective. Yep. Um, I would like to talk a little bit about Florence the Torrance Thamba if you have a second. Florence Torrance um, Thamba. He is good. I think he is a good basketball player. I don't think he is built to be like the anchor of a good, good team on the defensive side. And I think we're seeing again this year, what we've seen the last few years where teams can play him off the floor without a shit ton of resistance. And I fear that he is in danger and I could be totally wrong. So feel free to tell me. 
I feel no. like he's in danger of losing a lot of minutes because we got some pretty talented young big guys behind him. That Josh guy, he's been kind of cooking. I touched on this with the um, Bring on the Cats guys, Luke Thompson mm-hmm. uh, over there on Bring on the Podcats, which tickles me every That's time I hear it. That's pretty good. Yeah, like I think the expectation from an optimistic fan moving into the season, it, Flo Thamba, you just lock down the center position, give us mm-hmm. what Flo Thamba gives you, and mm-hmm. you're super happy with that. National Championship Flo Thamba, by the way. Yeah. Completely yeah, I, shut I hope down I don't Drew sound Timmy off the train. Drew Timmy only had six points. I think like moving into the last yeah. ten minutes of that game earlier this season, Flothamba well, still has it. He's a nightmare matchup for that time of ba- that kind of basketball team. I think exactly, exactly. Then you look at a TCU game earlier this week on Wednesday night, and Mike Miles is a freak of nature, (laughs) NBA player. You have a rangy forward like Emmanuel Miller. You have a Deontay Ball. Like, you have... um, And then your super freak freak force of nature. Oh, my gosh. I was just telling Fank on Wednesday night, he might be my favorite non-Baylor Big 12 player in the the conference. I love him. I love him dearly. I want him to play for us. I can't go any farther name. without. You forgot I totally his name. Forgot his name. Eddie Lampkin. Totally. Eddie, that's thank right. You. I'm Eddie the Lampkin. new basketball knower. You're the new basketball guy. Um, yeah, I mean th- that's just a that's a tough matchup, especially when you aren't getting the same kind of defensive help. Yeah. That you. I'm not talking about quality of defensive help, although Wednesday night it was the case. Mm-hmm. Th- just the same type of defensive help that you had been getting from from your front from your backcourt yeah. rather. So. Yeah, it, it's it's tough, but Flo Thamba still has the ability to give you what you need on a night-to-night basis. Yeah, it just needs to be more consistent against different kinds of matchups. So it, that that's getting kind of nerdy from a basketball mm-hmm. standpoint. Um, well, but I also but yeah, think like, he's still good enough. But Josh, yeah. Josh, oh, oh, he's the future. Owen, I'm trying Josh to pronounce o. it like he's the future. Josh O. Um, before we hearing, move on away from guys this, pronounce it. I also think. The more distance we get from having Davion Mitchell on our basketball team, I think the more we'll realize like he was an alien. He was an alien for you us. You do not understand. I saw him. How I saw him guard an, an entire NBA team earlier this week by his damn yeah. self. I mean, that's what the and Kings like, Twitter account said. It was hilarious. and was like having fun doing it. Like he, oh yeah, he is the best on-ball defender we have ever had, and honestly, may ever have on our team. I don't think we will ever have a better. We may have someone as good at some point. We will never have someone better than he was at on-ball defense. On-ball defense. I'm trying to think if there, if there was a, a, a backcourt player that even approaches it. Um, I don't think so, man. He he is all world. He will be all NBA defense first team this year. So backcourt player, no. But like everyday John from a switchability standpoint comes sure. close to to expect yeah. a center or power forward to guard on the perimeter like he did or yeah. does or will do again um that that comes close which just speaks to how special that 2021 team was but yeah um anyway anyway yeah no i i tend to agree yeah everybody should appreciating how much of a like the definition of got the dog in him right yeah it's just absolutely uh this this team though uh, you know, struggles against Iowa State, gives up a lot of transition buckets. Iowa State gets mm-hmm. hot from three, and and that's the game. Baylor goes through a little shooting slump, 
and and that's the game. Similar story against TCU. Sure. Shooting slump in the early second half. Defense lacks because, you know, a lot of long rebounds off threes, mm-hmm. turnovers. Um, it just kind of compounds. The the things that yeah. this Baylor team does well can nuke the other team. It absolutely can. Yeah. But when when shots aren't falling, a lot of the weaknesses of this team compounds on each other. Yeah. Um, March is going to be so fun for the whole conference. Yes. I think this is going to be an annoying stretch and a half. Some good teams may fall out of the top 25, including us. But I think we have a we have a conference full of second weekend teams, potentially third weekend teams. The whole yes, conference. with the exception of with the exception of Texas Tech and West Virginia, yes, I I agree. I think those two teams are And even Texas Tech, they lost by 3 to Kansas and they got hoed out of it. You know, like I, yeah, I think there was a lot of emotion that played into that, but I tend to agree. So, so I don't think, I think the winner of this conference is going to have like five conference losses and it really could be one of six teams. That's wild, but I don't, I don't disagree, but that's wild. I I think four for sure. Four is typically like a whoa. Yeah. Uh, Six is ambitious because then you'd have like ties in there somewhere. Yeah. But like, I, I don't feel any different than I did two weeks ago about our like, about the end of this season and how we could probably feel at the end of it. By the way, remember like a couple years ago and last year, how everybody was like, yes, definitively the big 12 is the best conference in the nation. There's no Mm -hmm. doubt about it. Well, the statistical difference from the big 12 to the big 10 (laughs) and the sec is greater this year so far than it was Mm -hmm. those years. Now, granted each conference is going to beat up on each other. um, Like, and Gonzaga's coming. Houston's coming. Like we are going to continue to be the best conference in the country yep. and the margin will get wider. Um, it's going to be very you think, fun. You think, think Gonzaga's going to be in the big 12? Didn't I see basketball? that? Did I get tricked? Was I tricked? It, they were talking about it. It is not yeah, going they're to happen. They're t- I think they're coming. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Why wouldn't they? Fair they enough. like, they, they stink. They beat San Francisco by two points last night. They stink. Did they really? Yeah. And San oh, Francisco's that's funny. Horrible, I didn't even see. So I want to make sure. I have, I have not been a proper Gonzaga yeah. hater. Well, it's just uh, on my that's... screen. It's it's not like I knew. Um, yeah, like we're going to continue being the premier. Like we are what the SEC thinks they are in football. And they're not that great, folks. Um, yep. It's great. I think we still have a chance to be a second, third weekend team. I think Keontae George is going to be playing like an actual NBA player within the next yes. five weeks. And it's going to be very fun to watch. Um, so let, let's talk about that because you brought up the concept of like expectations for the rest of the year. And I think it's important to touch on this, right? There's a lot of people that were in my mentions and I'm not, I'm, I want to make it clear. I'm not making fun of these people. I'm not saying these people are wrong to be concerned or worried. I just want to add some, some insight here. So this team is one of the least experienced teams in that Dale agrees. Dale's actually mad at me for, for being positive nice. about this team. Oh, it's Bryce. I'm sorry. Um, so this team has like 1.4 years of D1 experience on average across the roster. That is so young in terms of experience compared to other teams in the Big 12, compared to na- other teams nationally. This team does not have a ton of D1 experience. We're old in some spots, but we're really young and inexperienced in other spots. So we really have to start thinking of this team as a team of mostly freshmen because the, mm-hmm. or mostly sophomores 
right? That's what this team is from an experience standpoint. Yes, yeah. you have an Adam Flagler, you have an LJ Cryer, you have a Flo Thamba, but a lot of these other players are freshmen or transfers where they only mm-hmm. played a year at their previous school. Yeah. So I think you have to couch your concern and with the understanding that this team will get better just by yeah. nature of playing more minutes together. Um, I get well, it. The defense was ugly on Wednesday. I, I yeah. completely get it. I, I and agree. Players like Mike Miles, like they're going to get theirs five or six times a season. You know, they're and Mike Miles is old as hell and yeah. experienced, and he wants to go kill teams right now. Well, and, and like he will. I don't know where you stand on the whole blue blood conversation. I think it's all dumb. I think it's dumb top to bottom. But I do think if you're having those conversations, Baylor's not there yet, but we're a lot no. closer than most other teams. Yeah. But there's a reason why we get jokes off about Duke and Kentucky and North Carolina the first five weeks of the year every Go season. Go look at what Duke is doing right now. Yeah. And then check in on them in March. Awful. You know? Like check exactly. on them in March. So Kentucky's think, not a fantastic example, but in previous for this season, but previous mm-hmm. seasons, Kentucky always drops two or three, usually only one or two, dumb games, mm-hmm. and everybody gets into a big panic about Kentucky, and then they're extremely dangerous later yeah. in the season. So, so not anxiety. I think we've earned I think we've earned to let our nuts hang a little bit as a basketball program. I, I think that's what we've earned. Agree. I completely um, agree. It's also, okay to go, damn, that loss sucked, but hey. well, and I think people need to realize in the last 15 years, there is no basketball program who is doing what we have done. We have won a combined like 19 conference championships in a power Mm -hmm. five conference. We have won four national titles. Like we, no one's fucking with us. Right. So like we, we are just, we are regressing from ultra mega elite to pretty damn good. And I think people just need to kind of get their act together. That's what it is. And it's quote pretty damn good on January 4th. Yeah. Right. Like, and so there is our are women's 12 team. Let's more make sure we carve out some space there. They fucked up Oklahoma earlier this week. I'm I'm still trying to figure out the women's team. Not not like they're bad or good. Like I'm still trying to get them. my handle on what I this team is. Um, I think it is I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. Finish your thought because I No, go too. go for it. I think it is so fucking fun to have a lady basketball program where we aren't these juggernauts. Every single year with expectations yeah. to win 40 games. I thought that was yep. pretty damn fun. But it's so fun yep. to have a team that has obvious flaws and a coach who knows that and a coach who works to fix that throughout the season. You don't yep. we haven't we haven't seen a 40 hour work week from a coach in quite some time, folks. And I think it's about damn about damn time we do it. They're good, they're fun. We have a girl who puts up like 29 points a game right now or she has been recently we're fun we're gonna get better we may not win a national championship every six years but no one else does either so buckle in folks we got a fun time coming so i i sarah andrews was one of my favorite players since she came on campus Mm -hmm. um and and she's fantastic i i can't remember how many she had against oklahoma uh she had 30 okay she had 30 um, which mm-hmm. doesn't happen. People do that all the time. Basketball. That happens. <laughs> People score 30. <laughs> um, but Bella Fontroy mm. is Fontroy. I can never pronounce her last name because there's a T L E right there in the middle. Throws me off mm. every single time. Um, she's a freshman. She is going to be a force of nature. I cannot mm-hmm. wait to see her as a sophomore and junior. Like she's going to be yeah. awesome. 
Uh, shout out Having Caitlin an Bickle, fifth year, uh-huh. just a double double machine. She's awesome too. Like this team has the potential to be great. Yeah, um, and I'm very very excited. Um, I had another insightful thought I wanted to share about our women's basketball team. So give me a few seconds to catch my breath. Say one thing you think, and then I'm on my way. Say one thing that I think. Um, mm-hmm. Patience. That's all. That's all I'm asking for is patience. I'm not saying you're concerned. If you are a concerned or worried fan, you're not wrong to be so. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying breathe. When I, when I say when I quote tweet people on Twitter with their extremely worried take, and I say breathe, that's not me making fun of you. That's yeah. me saying, hey man, I I get it, and I share a lot of the same feelings. But it's it's well, long season. And to add to that, before I get to the thought, I just remembered, like, go find Power 5 teams who expect a Sweet 16 berth every single year for both Bingo. sides of the ball. Go go Bingo. find me. Go find me 10 of those, and we can and we can start getting mad as a team. Um, here's what I forgot, but now I have remembered. There's a player on our team who wants to play but can't right now, and I don't have my head wrapped around what's going on. Do you want to fill me in? Sure. Um, and I don't want to spoil it too much, but um, – and I'll cut this out, but Deanna – Baylor, Kentucky. Oh yeah, up. you you have some surprise info there, so definitely cut out. But I do I do want to at least like hear what the deal is. <sighs> Fuck me. Unless you want to just not at all, we don't have to. No, I want to. I think I'm spelling her name wrong. Um. While we're going to be cutting this piece out, and I'm on this train of thought, we need to start getting credentialed to cover shit. Because we're both we're both smart and we're both good, and I want to get my riding bag specifically around the women's basketball team more. I know that ODB covers it really well. I just also want to do it. Not really um, well. We we need your help doing it. Okay, here we okay. go. So, um, I I am very fearful of mispronouncing this, so I apologize. But Dreyuna Edwards transferred from Kentucky um, to play at Baylor. Kentucky women's basketball coach has the ability to just sign uh, one piece of paper and give her the ability to play at Baylor. Uh, what the, the statement from Kyra Elsey, the head women's basketball coach at Kentucky, this was her statement. We were asked by Baylor to sign an NCAA no participation opportunity form, certifying that Dreyuna Edwards would not have had an opportunity to participate if she had stayed at Kentucky. That would not have been correct. Dreyuna would have had the opportunity to participate if she had stayed. Dreyuna transferred with the understanding that she would have to sit out unless she graduated, which she did not do. So this is essentially Coach Kyra Elsey hiding behind. Well, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't say I have to do that. Um, Who wants to come play for her after doing that? Do coaches not realize like that's we can what I'm see saying, you? right? Like, we how does this you? benefit anybody? It just it blows my mind um, and, because like, Drano was lost. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. That's so lame. I didn't know that's what was going on. No, no, no. Bozo. Like it, 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 it sucks really, really hard. Um, so I, I don't want to spill all the beans. We're we're gonna try to find out more about what's happening over at Our Daily Bears um, to see if we can give people more... Co- because this is a story that not a lot of people know about, Yeah. Um, unfortunately. We'll, we'll try to go get more information on that. But um, really, really stinky. Really stinky. Another example, always do the right thing first, folks. Because if someone has to twist your arm into doing it, yeah, you just man. look like an asshole. You just look like an Absolutely. asshole. If she was if she was a first-team All-America contender and like it was in conference, maybe. 
Maybe. Probably not, but maybe. Yeah, but, like, but even then, like the Big 12 schools. Yeah. Like Kick even rocks. Big 12 schools have have had transfers between teams that are really That's, impactful. You know what I'll say? That's some Kim Mulkey shit right there. That's it that's trying feel. to big dog somebody and have like punitive measures because they couldn't see the floor where you were. Punitive. That's exactly LSU, what it feels like. I know you're it feeling pretty like good punishment. about I know you're feeling really good about your season, LSU, but that shit that's working, those three plays you run, someone's gonna figure those out in March. <laughs> and you are gonna be so mad. You're probably gonna blame the refs. You're probably gonna think the ref has a vendetta against you or something, and you'll get some data points around that. But look. Once that post gets sealed up, it's going to be scary hours over there. So just just, yep. just bow your heads and pray with me because it's coming. So New Year's resolutions, uh, anywhere you want to go with this. I can start with mine yes. if you want. But, you go first. I want to hear yours. Okay. I, I have three main ones. One is the standard get back in shape. But I have I have some specifics here, right? I have, I have the weight that I was in college when I was playing basketball three hours a day. That's right. probably not attainable. Not where I'm like super comfy anyway. I've put on more muscle since college, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to say the college I was, or the weight I was in college, plus the 10-ish pounds of so or so of heavy, like muscle, yeah. um, plus like a, 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 a range of comfortability, right? So we're thinking like yeah. college weight plus or minus 15, maybe 20. And then I'd be really happy with that before the family and I leave for vacation in mm-hmm. June, we're going to Disney. We're doing the big Disney trip, the full okay. thing. Both sides of the go. family coming with. Very excited for wow, it. Wow, this is not and a I, small thing at all. No, it's not. I've never been to Disney. Like we've done you the Disney to... cruise, but I've never been to Disney. So I, I wouldn't be able to like. It's fine with me. We just have to ask the wife. I think she'd be <laughs> fine with that. Um, right. So I want to be able to wear sunscreen and not a shirt. So I have the yeah. the, the day countdown on my phone. Nice. I see it every time I log into my phone. So that that's number one. Number two okay. is I have these in a tweet. Probably should have pulled them up. Okay. Get this out too. That's okay. Um, now, now that I've completed a New Year's resolution for the first time in my life, I'm getting pretty ambitious this year. So I'm excited to share mine. Okay. Go on a sec. I'm sorry. This is back in December. Why do I not remember these? That's not good. Okay. So we, we have the standard like physical fitness weight loss thing, right? Number two, and this is um, for me. This is just for me, right? The first one is for everybody in my family and yeah. me, but this one is just for me. I want to break 80 on the golf course. Hell yeah. I am. I It feels so close, which is like the, the standard fallacy in golf, right? It feels much closer than it actually mm-hmm. is, but I think I'm really close to breaking 80 on the golf course. There's like six what to part eight strokes. Of of, I, it, there's improvement to be had everywhere, but uh-huh. just but you score near the green. So from 85 yards and in, okay. I, I can shave probably four to six strokes off my game pretty easily mm-hmm. and, you know, hit a couple more fairways and make a, you know, six less stupid decisions around and I'm there like truly yeah. I, I, I think I'm there the I'm third to add one four is, to six strokes to my game a so the last one is I want to read to the kids before bed Hell at yeah. least 330 times this year so that's 90 percent of the year for at least 15 minutes and I that's think real core I have, memory shit exactly right like they're at the age where mm-hmm. they are, are are developing they're people Exactly. They're developing who they are, six and four, mm-hmm. and then nine months. 
So yeah. we've hit five out of the six days so far. So we're we're getting there. Did you um, know in my family there was a point where my brother was six and my sister was four and I was nine months old? So you're something to you're think like, about. You're, you're like kind of like my dad of our family. Yeah, I'm kind of mm-hmm. like your dad, and I think everybody uh-huh. kind of agrees with that. So those are my three. Uh, I think it's like big brother who like recently came back from college or something. But yes, yeah, exactly. But and I'm really cool. I think is the point here. <laughs> Uh, all right, so those are my three. I'm keeping it relatively okay. simple. Like, I don't want to do 10 this year. Mm-hmm. What are yours? Um, on my side, listeners, I did complete my thousand years or my thousand mile Your walk thousand years of walking, years. yes. Uh, it was honestly so great. I feel like my brain is so much healthier than it's ever been. I feel like, we've talked about this before, but I feel like I achieved balance last year. You know, I had I agree. every piece I think of my life shaped the way I wanted so this yep. year I'm doing 500. I'm going to do 500 miles. I think it'll be not I'll, – I'll be done by like October. But I'm going to do 500 miles. Um, I also want to start taking – this sounds like so lame, but I want to start taking shit like more seriously. Like I want to be – like, you know, I travel for work. I want to do that a little bit more seriously. I want to be more prepared. I want to, you know, maybe dress a little bit more elevated in airports. You know, I'm, I'm on the clock. Um, and that extends to like being like a sibling and a son, you know, I want to, I want to do everything a little more seriously and start being a passenger in a lot of pieces of my life. Also, I want to move to Chicago. I think, I think it's going to happen this year. (laughs) I think Uh, I've been saying, I've been saying it every year, but I think this is the year it happens. Uh, Madison wants to move. We've been looking at apartments. So now I think we need to, you know, sign a lease and hire movers. So those are my big three. I want to move to Chicago. I would be, I want to walk 500 miles. This would be a real Jerome Tang situation. Like, I'd be really happy for I you because I think I think y'all would have a ton of fun. I'd miss the hell out of you, man. That wouldn't. The be world cool. is so small, though. We're friends. You can That's come true. hang out. You know, the world That's is true. really small these days. That's true. Um, yeah, those are my three. I think I'm gonna do all three. I think I'm gonna do all three. This I think year. so. I'm already more active in the family group chat. I told everyone that they have to send selfies at every every day at 3 p.m. And listener, if it. you have my number, I want to see what you look like every day at 3 p.m. That's going to be my Absolutely. new bit this year. Like a manual be real. In. Like be real, but just for me. Yeah, just for you. A personal be mm-hmm. real. Evan, 2023. Shaky start from an athletic standpoint, but everything else looking pretty up. And I think the athletics will get better. It's coming up Millhouse. Um, Matt, that's all I have. Oh, the Mets have yet to sign Carlos Correa, but I think they will. Um, this is the year, dude. I think this is the year we get over the hump. Oh, it's not as it's not as funny when the music's not playing on top of it. <laughs> Holy shit, my computer is completely imploding. Okay, so Matt, athletics a, not that great. Everything else Matt's not very that great. Good. Matt's um, very good. Matt, I'm about to shit my pants. I have to go. Will. Um, this is the year, dude. I think this is the year we get over the hump. Oh, it's not as it's not as funny when the music's not playing on top of it. <laughs> Holy shit, my computer is completely imploding. Okay, so Matt, athletics a, not that great. Everything else is not very that great. Good. Matt's um, very good. Matt, I'm about to shit my pants. I have to go.